Hello everyone, this is Sam Brighter and I'm the founder of Run Brighter, a digital running community meant to educate, motivate, and entertain beginner runners and runners who struggle with consistency, see all the mental and physical benefits running provides. I've been coaching runners both in person and digitally for five years, but have been running both competitively and casually for 14 years. The Run Brighter podcast gives me the opportunity to bring on guests to share their running journeys and running advice. I assure you, listening to this podcast will make you want to run and follow your journey as the conversations in this episode will send signals to your mind that even when it's cold, you're sore, tired, or going through something, that a run is still well worth doing. Welcome to another episode in the Run Brighter podcast. This is episode number 39, and I want to first start off by saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to the listeners and to the watchers of all these podcasts. It means truly so much. We're in March of 2023 right now, and we're on pace to have our best month yet with the podcast. But really what keeps me going is people reaching out to me, saying that they're inspired by these episodes, saying that they've learned something from these episodes, saying that we're the reason that they signed up for their first race or that they PR'd in a race. So thank you for that. It means so much to me. And yeah, we're gonna go ahead and jump into this episode, which is going to be a solo episode today. I'm gonna be getting a little bit vulnerable, actually very vulnerable, about what I've been dealing with for the last six months. And you know, I hope no one relates to what I've dealt with. I'm confident that there are people that are going to, and I am certain that a lot of value is gonna be shared out of this episode. And maybe you haven't dealt with what I've dealt with, but in the future, if you do, at least you hear a story that you can reference that can maybe help you out with this situation and just give you some really good advice. Maybe you have a friend that you know who's dealing with something like I've been dealing with. Um, There's really just a lot of people that I think can really benefit from this episode or benefit other people from the listening of this episode. But what I wanna talk about is the last six months in my life. You know, if you've been watching my content across different social medias, you might be seeing my life and being like, wow, Sam has been living an awesome life. He's ran three marathons in the last six months. He's continuing his full-time job and doing well in that area. He's training consistently, spending time with friends, family, traveling, doing all these great things. And yes, on the surface, that all is great. And I have had a great last six months of life. Things have gone really well in a lot of areas in my life and I'm thankful for my life. But I will be honest in saying that the last six months of my life have probably been, if not the hardest six months of my life, it's up there. Hardest that I can really remember. Maybe in like high school, like freshman year or like seventh grade, I remember those were some tough years of my life. Those could potentially be more difficult times, but at least in recent memory, this has been some of the hardest six months I've dealt with personally. So it all started back in August. For those who've been following along for quite some time, you would know that I ran a marathon back in August with an attempt of breaking a three-hour marathon, which was at the Siri Chinmoy Marathon. Now, I didn't end up breaking a three-hour marathon, but I did run my fastest time ever of three hours and 13 minutes. And at that point, I had the most structured training I've had, and that was probably the best running shape I've been in, to be honest. When I look back at it and I know what I was putting in, the times I was doing with my training and everything like that, that's probably the best running shape that I've been in. It's disappointing to myself that I'm still in my prime running time. I'm 26 years old. This is really a great opportunity to maximize my athletic ability with running, but it hasn't been that way. And 
a lot of the reason why this is is because of what I have been dealing with. Now, I do have a previous episode of my podcast where I dig into what happened a couple days after the Siri Chinmoy Marathon. And a quick background on that, I'm not going to talk through the whole story, was I ran the race. I had a big party night a couple days after, a lot of alcohol, a lot of caffeine. Woke up the next day with the biggest hangover of my life. Moral of the story was I was incredibly dehydrated and I had a panic attack based on how bad the hangover was. Went to the hospital, they did all these tests, EKGs, I got a lung scan and I got blood work done. Everything came back as normal, but they gave me an IV, which helped. But for days and weeks after that experience, I wasn't really myself. But when we go past that actual experience, Something that a lot of people don't know about was that I went to my primary care doctor and she said that what this was actually most likely was anxiety. Yes, I was probably really dehydrated from the race, but what she was diagnosing was that I have anxiety and that what I had on that day was a really large scale panic attack. And I had no idea what it was because I'd never had a panic attack before. And that's the reason that I had all those symptoms. And when we talk about after that race, something that many people don't know is the fact that I actually ended up having several panic attacks after that race, probably for about four to six weeks. They were really consistent and they were really difficult. If you've never had a panic attack before, God bless you. Hopefully you never have one. If you've had one, you would know what I'm talking about in the sense that a panic attack makes you literally feel like you're going to die. You have incredible chest pain. Your heart rate goes up incredibly high unexpectedly. You start sweating. You get incredibly dizzy, nauseous. The symptoms are unlimited. There are a ton of them. And it's confusing because you're telling yourself, hey, like I'm fine, like nothing's wrong. What your subconscious mind is doing is it's putting you in flight or fight essentially to protect you because your subconscious perceives that you are actually in a threat and in danger and it does this in order to keep you alive, even though there might not be a threat present at all. And for me, there was definitely no threats. I mean, when a lot of these panic attacks would happen, I was actually laying down in my bed, relaxing. It was at the end of the day. But what caused this anxiety? Why did this start happening? Was it due to the fact that I ran this race and I was really hard on myself after it? And then because I had such a bad hangover, my body ended up responding in this negative way. Well, that's the journey that I've been on for the last four to five months is figuring it out, going to therapy, getting a ton of different tests and just trying to find the root of the problem. Well, I'm really thrilled to say I recently figured out what the actual problem was. So about one to two weeks before the actual marathon, I started feeling dizzy and feeling like I was going to pass out Occasionally, it was like a random feeling that would happen sometimes when I was out and drinking, sometimes at home, but it wasn't really like that big of a deal at all. And so I kind of just blew it over. But after this experience of dizziness and feeling like I was going to pass out, got so much worse. During runs and training, walking to the store and being at work, there was constant periods in my life and there still are occasional periods in my life where I feel like I'm going to pass out. And I've never passed out and I probably never will randomly from what I'm talking about here, but this is what led me to really trying to drill down what this problem was. I didn't settle with the fact that this was just simply anxiety. I didn't just decide to take SSRIs because I knew that if I would go on SSRIs, for me, it could certainly affect my personality, which I have a lot of pride for the person that I am. I really do 
love myself in the sense that I'm happy with who I am. And I do believe that certain people can really benefit from medication. So I'm not gonna tell anyone to not. I just know that anytime I've been put on a medication that has such a strong effect and has so many side effects, it's never gone in a good way for me. So if you're on SSRIs, I'm not telling you to get off of it. It's just for me and like who I am and how I know these medications typically affect me. I then decided to go to an ENT because I was thinking that maybe this was vertigo or labyrinthitis, some sort of balance disorder. And maybe it wasn't anxiety like my primary care doctor had mentioned it, which for me, I was excited about that because my whole life I've never had anxiety. Yes, I've been stressed. Yes, I don't sleep as well as I should and I overthink things. I think we all do. And yes, anxiety is legit and plenty of people have it. And truthfully, I probably do have it now, but this is something that my whole life I haven't had. And it's not like my life is more stressful now than it really has ever been. So I went to the ENT who then recommended me to go to a cardiologist and do some further heart tests. They ended up doing a couple different tests in the office and I actually wore a heart rate monitor for about 10 days and they ended up finding nothing there, which was great news because my heart rate would get affected by this. Now, I know I mentioned earlier, I had chest pain and heart palpitations and stuff like that. That was only for the four to six weeks after the marathon. After that, after the panic attacks started going away, because I just fought through them and just didn't have them anymore. And I think therapy also helped that. I learned all these new breathing techniques and stuff, which if you're dealing with any of these panic attacks, let me know because I know all the tricks as far as preventing them now, thankfully. And you know, if I end up having one ever again, I know how to get out of it in a quicker way. But regardless, I was still dealing with the dizziness after all the other symptoms that were basic anxiety symptoms had gone away. And so yeah, no heart issues. I wasn't surprised. The heart rate was back at a restored normal level. Went back to my ENT and then he recommended that I got both a brain MRI as well as a balanced test. And there was two different types of tests, ENG and one was an ECOG. Now with the brain MRI, nothing came up. Thankfully, there was a point where he was talking about that it potentially could be a tumor, which is of course scary. And I'm really blessed that that wasn't the case. But for obviously someone who had been getting panic attacks to have weeks up to a brain MRI of not being sure if I had a tumor or not, I was really glad to not really have those high levels of anxiety happen, which to me is just another justification that I have my anxiety under control and that I don't have an anxiety disorder like I thought I may have. So yeah, with the balance test, they ran these two different tests and really the test that was most notable was the fact that they put both cold air and warm air in both of my ears for like one or two minutes each. And they're like, just a heads up, this might make you dizzy. When they did it in my right ear, I didn't get that dizzy at all, just felt a little dizzy. But when they did it in my left ear, it literally felt like I was sitting in a chair and someone was spinning me around and I was blindfolded, which was just a terrible feeling. Like the whole world was spinning, but we got through it. And once they saw that, they were able to determine that my right inner ear is actually 70% weaker than my left. Now, what is the cause of that? We're not fully sure, but it is believed to be viral. And the good news is that my right ear will regenerate. They say this typically can take between six to nine months. I'm not sure when I got the virus, there's no way of really figuring it out. What I'm telling myself and what I hope is true is that this started probably right when that dizziness started one to two weeks before that marathon. And then I ran that marathon and then I drank a lot and that really shut down my immune system completely. I mean, if you think about it, if you have a virus, let's say it was 
COVID or something else, I don't know what it was, you run a marathon and then you excessively drink alcohol, your body is not going to fuck with that. You are going to feel like absolute shit and your immune system is going to shut down, which then explains the reason why I started having these panic attacks because to feel as uncomfortable as I felt during that period after the race, and we're talking days and weeks that I just felt like absolute shit. I had to take a little bit of time off of work is the reason why these panic attacks had happened. And from there, I was told that I had anxiety. So that didn't help the problem either. I had panic attacks, just being panicked about the thought of having panic attacks and the thought that I had an anxiety disorder and there was nothing that I could do about it unless I ended up going on some big medication, which I was obviously trying to fight through and avoid. But the good news is this, now that I know this wasn't all stemmed from anxiety, but again, this probably caused anxiety, having the full disruption of my body and caused a short-term anxiety disorder. I'm not denying that, but I think that's pretty normal and natural. What I'm hoping is from here, now that I'm at this point where I understand what I have, the anxiety that I've had in the past and those panic attacks that I had in the past will never happen again because no one wants to deal with that. But the reason why I'm sharing this, it's not to make people feel bad for me or feel like, okay, Sam had this big goal of breaking a three-hour marathon. Like, why hasn't he done that? Okay, is this his excuse? That's not why I'm telling this story. The reason I'm telling this story, I do truly think that there are a lot of people out there who may have dealt with a situation like mine where randomly in their life, something had happened that triggered anxiety or triggered some other sort of feeling. This doesn't all have to be just simply about like what I dealt with and anxiety. But the point is that sometimes you go to a doctor thinking that you have something and then they tell you what you have and you just go with it and then get medicated and just give up and maybe the medication works, maybe it doesn't. And unless you actually do your homework, do your research and actually give other things a chance and an opportunity to learn, you might just settle with something that actually isn't the truth. And that's what I was doing. I mean, I knew that through this time, if I was a guy that could run multiple marathons, I ran three marathons through this period, and I was dealing with dizziness and fighting through it, then why can't I fight through figuring out if this is something else? And it all just comes down to simply having a work ethic for every single thing that goes on in your life. Obviously, I have a good work ethic with running. I run consistently every week, five or six days, sometimes every day. I consistently run different races and train. I create content. I work hard for my full-time job. But why something like the human body, which is the only thing that you have at the end of the day, why half-ass that? Why not get down to the bottom root and invest a little bit in yourself? Because you know what? It wasn't cheap doing all this. So listen, if you have financial issues and it's hard to afford the potential medical bills that might come from that, I hear you. That's tough. This whole experience cost me probably one to $2,000 for all these tests, all the different shit that I tried and worked through. But you know what? At the end of the day, that is worth it because my return on investment for feeling better and feeling my full self is worth many more dollars than what I paid to get all this testing done. So where am I at now regarding this whole situation? If you're curious, I'm still dealing with the dizziness. That is really difficult for me. I honestly, I constantly feel like I'm on a boat here and there. 
but I am deploying different things in my life to help. I'm on a new supplement that has been helping me. This is just full of vitamins. It's called My Relief. I don't even know if this is gonna work, but there's no negative side effects of it. At the end of the day, this is just filling me up with riboflavin, which is vitamin B2, so we'll try it out, right? But I'm also getting physical therapy done on a bi-weekly basis now, where we're gonna be doing all these different exercises to help build back the balance. And there's a lot of things I can also do, such as going to yoga, which I have been doing, and also just continuing my life as normal. Because the honest truth is, this was really difficult in the sense that it held me back in a lot of ways in life. I'll be honest, the last six months, I have felt 70% of myself. I have felt a C minus version of myself. That's not fun. Yeah, C minus might get you to the next year and get you where you wanna be and things are fine. But at the end of the day, you're not reaching milestones. You're not being super successful. You're just coasting. You're just doing what you have to do. You're just another person across many people and you're not having a huge impact. And I know for me, the impacts that I wanna drive, the difference that I wanna make is not a C minus. It needs to be an A plus. So my hopes are that over the next one to two months that I can start feeling back to my 100% self. Now that I went through all the work, now that I figured out what the problem is and I put together a solution that I'm confident should get me to the better end of this. Once I start feeling my 100% self again, I am going to start training again for that sub three hour marathon. Once I start feeling that better version of myself, I'm going to be attacking life in different ways that I know that I wasn't able to do over the last six months. While dealing with this, truthfully, any sort of risky behavior just was really stressful because at the end of the day, like I thought there was always a chance that I could pass out or who knows what could happen to me. Maybe I could have a freaking heart attack. That is not a good way to live your life. I am really excited because I am going to start taking some incredibly risky behaviors because of what was taken away from me the last six months. And now I'm not saying risky behavior in the sense that I'm going to bet my entire net worth on black at the casino or I'm going to jump off a building and hope that I survive. No, risky behavior in all assets of life, my professional life, taking a really aggressive mindset and just going all in with everything regarding my career, with my fitness, going forward and trying that sub three hour marathon again. And then also figuring out other areas in fitness that I can really bring into this brand of Run Brighter to motivate you all. Socially, I wanna be riskier. Now I'm not gonna go ahead and binge drink again and get myself back to the ER. I don't think that would happen again, truthfully, but it's more of just trying to meet more people, getting involved in more things, getting out there, being louder, being a founder, and a starter of different things. There's more to come with some of this stuff. There will be more structure announced over time. I have a lot of ideas of what I'm going to be working on, but really the main purpose of this podcast was to tell you what I've been dealing with, but also let you know that I am happy that I dealt with this. Now that might sound weird. Why would anyone wanna be happy about feeling like shit for six months on and off and feeling 70% of themselves? Well, you know what? It allows you to gain perspective. Perspective of what you want and what you're held back on. And when you are held back on something and you have a crutch and something really making it challenging, it makes you hungrier and hungrier. And when you are feeling your A plus self, your 100% self, well, you know what? You start doing incredible things. I'm confident on that. So. My whole point is, I'm really pumped to see 
where I'm going to be six months from now, knowing how shitty the last six months were for me. If you are dealing with any of this, maybe it's the dizziness stuff. Maybe you're dealing with anxiety and you've been dealing with it for a long time and it's challenging for you. Maybe you're just struggling to be motivated and driven, or maybe you're just struggling with your running goals and that's why you're listening to my podcast because this podcast is built for beginner and inconsistent runners to learn how to become better runners and build that full lifestyle of running to see all the benefits that come from it. Well, I'm here to help in any way I can. Obviously, the content, that is going to be a great way, but reach out to me directly. Let me know how I can help. Let me know how I can be a resource. And what I will say is with this whole experience, what I wanna thank myself for doing is truly fighting through. Even on those days where I felt like garbage, I still got my run in, I still got my content in, I still showed up to work. If you're dealing with any of these feelings that I have, my best advice to you is to continue living your life in that normal way. Because yes, there are going to be those days that you're feeling really off. Yes, there's going to be those days where your levels are out of sync. And mentally, your subconscious is telling you that you're not capable of doing things, that you need to rest, that you may feel like you're going to pass out. Obviously, if you're dealing with legitimate physical, medical issues where you're not supposed to continue activity, then yeah, relax for sure. But if this is more a mental thing or some sort of viral thing like I had that has passed but has led to some additional long-term symptoms, well, the best thing you can do is continue just living your life. And when mentally you're telling yourself, oh, I can't do this, oh, this is hard, keep on going, keep on doing, keep on living your regular life and keep working on maximizing your life and maximizing yourself to the best of your ability. And I'm confident you're gonna be really happy and fulfilled with how things can end up. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. This is not fun for me to talk about. This has been really hard, like I said, but talking through this makes me feel better. And I'm just hoping at least one person can learn something from this and take away value. But I know many more will. I can't make any promises, but my hopes are from here that a lot of the podcast episodes that are coming out, whether it's with a guest or it's individual, are going to be in a much more positive light. Talking about success, impact, growth, all that stuff, not things that are going to hold us back, but things that are going to move us forward. This experience will bring me forward, will bring Run Brighter forward. So again, thank you for your time and listening. And as always, don't forget to run brighter and we'll see you in an episode here real soon. Thanks everyone. Thank you so much for listening or watching this episode. Run Brighter podcasts are hosted both on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Other great content can be found on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. My DMs are wide open. No questions, a stupid one. Ask me for any running tip or advice. I give fully free custom running plans where I meet with people for free and create a personal plan for free. This isn't a 30 day trial. Try to offer me money and I'll tell you to F off. All I ask for is two things. Engage with my content, subscribe, leave likes, comments, share, all that good stuff. What this allows is more people to find the show and will allow for higher quality content. Two is that if you find value here and you know someone that would also find value, please tell them surrounding yourself around people who are mentally and physically healthy is contagious and that runner's high ain't a bad thing to catch.